Hi, I'm Noah. And this is Maddie. And welcome to Siblings. And Phantoms. Today, this week, is Asexuality Awareness Week. Now, for those of you who don't know what asexuality is, Maddie will explain it for you. So, basically, asexuality is when you do not feel sexually attracted to... Any person, place, or thing. Yeah, exactly. Why would you... Feel sexually attracted to it. Listen, thing. there be some. Yeah. Okay, and then a romanticism. I'm cutting that part, by the way. Start from a romanticism. Yeah. A romanticism is sort of like asexuality. Sure. But instead but... of sexual feelings, it's that you don't feel romantic feelings. You can yeah. be asexual and still have romantic relationships. You can be. A romantic and still have sexual relationships. You can be both a romantic and asexual, and if there's that, then there's a thing called platonic relationships, which is like, you know, a, a really close friendship. Sorry if I offended anyone. So, um, reminders of where we both stand in the whole LGBTQIA plus thing. Reminders? Statements. Statements. Uh, you go first. No. So, I identify as non-binary, and I use they-them pronouns. I also identify as pansexual, which means that I'm attracted to people regardless of gender. I identify as lesbian. Done. Great. I, don't, I hope no one needs that defined. Um, so, this is Asexuality Awareness Week. You have had asexuality defined to you, and we are going to talk about basically what happens in media with asexuality, the representation aspect of it. So, off the top of your head, name... Three asexual characters in franchises you watch. None, none, and none. None of the big franchises know or care about asexuality. Right. So I did some research. I know. Shocking. I've done it like twice now. Ooh. Ooh. We should do that more probably. Um, this is by no means ex extensive. But I found a list of asexual characters on TV. Gerald Tippett from Shortland Street. But I don't know who that is. Apparently Shortland Street is a New Zealand soap opera set in the hospital. Oh, very familiar. So, yeah. Todd Chavez from Bojack Horseman. He was voiced by Aaron Paul, who I've heard of. Um, yeah. I'd say Sherlock might be. Right, that's an interesting one. We'll get to him. Raphael Santiago, Shadowhunters. I don't know what that is. I do. I've seen that somewhere. Oh. Evan Waxman, High Maintenance. No idea what that is. There's some dude who's really high maintenance. Hold on. Oh, okay, he's a weed buyer. Okay. Okay. Um, 
Wow. There is Valentina Voodoo Donacci from Sirens. Never heard of it. Have you? No. Lord Varys from Game of Thrones. Now, he is a eunuch, but um, he has said that it has been stated that he was asexual his whole life. Um, Rose Nyland from the Golden Girls. Uh, I've heard of the Golden Girls. Never seen of it. Um, the Tick from The Tick. Huh, really? Wow. Sure. Person. Now, uh, Sherlock Holmes, I would say is asexual. I would also say is aromantic. I would say he just doesn't get either of those things. I would still say he's aromantic. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Moffat, the creator of Sherlock, the show, said that said that Sherlock was asexual in one interview. Later, he said that Sherlock wasn't, and that true asexual characters have no dramatic tension. Which I think is untrue. I do think that from a conventional narrative standpoint, it is rather hard to write asexual characters. You just don't have love interest. Right, but... You don't have so them romantically attracted to anyone. So much sexually. Sexually, right. yes. The distinction between romantic and sexual love is so lost in most of our media. Yeah, but... So, they would mostly write a aromantic and asexual. Right. They'd write a completely loveless character, which, for the type of show that a lot of these are, for sitcoms, would be boring, or the butt of a joke, which is not good. So, yeah, there are some... But Sherlock isn't a sitcom. No, it's not. It is a drama. Yeah. And there are aspects of sitcom and drama. Unfortunately. So, um, yeah, there are a couple more who I don't recognize, but there's also most incarnations of the Doctor, I would say, have been asexual. i say pretty much all of them through Sylvester McCoy, and I would also say Peter Capaldi, and maybe Matt Smith. No. He flirts, but he's not interested in sex at all. Yeah, but he's not aromantic. No. Um, there is also Dexter Morgan from Dexter and Hannibal Lecter from Hannibal, who are homicidal killers. Huh. But basically, they're asexual because they're sociopaths. Mm, and so there's also Data... The android from The Next Generation. However, he's a robot. Doesn't really count. This list, I should probably mention, is from Hornet.com. It's by no means extensive or takes into account any movies, but it's the best I could find on very short notice. So, something I want to talk about with this is, that's a lot of characters. Like, it's a fair amount. I've heard of five 
and I've seen two read about one. Which one have you read about? Uh, various. Game of Thrones. So, yes, there are asexual characters on TV. Yes, there's people you can look to. There are none in major film franchises. There are none in major film franchises that I can think of. Like Disney. <laughs> yeah. People will argue Voldemort. Um, like, don't tell me that the only representation we get is the main villain who is so messed up. As a person. That's a whole different rant, though. That's a list of asexual characters. By no means comprehensive. By no means correct. But, like, I think the main issue there is we hadn't heard of most of those. Yeah. This is not being communicated to our age group. And I think our age group is the one that most needs it. This is like, you have adults and seniors and all the people. They have lots of resources. They have the experience of going out into the world and meeting a ton of people. We don't, really. We have our circle of friends, our school. It's... Like, we don't have access to the wider community that they have most of the time. Yeah. Our sources of information are school, which isn't teaching us about this. Oh, my God. Ooh! Try to get the public school system to teach the kids about LGBTQ community. That would be uh, interesting. So... You'll have this either this year or in two years. They address lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender. Hey, they're basic. That's not even close to comprehensive. It does. There's no mention that there are other identities. There's no mention of a spectrum, really. There's nothing. So you're and either straight, cisgender, or lesbian, gay, or transgender. Right. And there are resources that our church is great. We're both on the Rainbow Alliance there. Um, there are resources that we have, but we are the exceptions. I think a large percentage of youth are not being granted access to things like the gender bread man or workshops or people who are non-binary or asexual or... There's a non-binary kid in my class. Right, but, like, bar, like, other children and that number is rising in awareness, but we don't have access... Like, until I discovered the Council of Geeks channel on YouTube, I didn't know that gender identity was... movable. Really? Yeah. How? Because OWL doesn't cover it. Not extensively. They talk about trans people, but they have a lot to do in OWL. 
Um, school certainly doesn't cover it. Where would I have learned it? The internet. Yeah. That, that's where I did learn it. Exactly. Um, but yeah. This... I think it's an issue that we don't know about this. Would you agree? Yeah. That we're not taught this in school or something? Something so integral to a lot of people's lives? And, like, I think any representation is good, so long as it is not poking fun at the idea of asexuality or non-binary or anything, but... Like, in the show Steven Universe... It's not asexuality, but there is a scene with two boys dancing. In England, when it aired in England, they changed it to a straight couple dance. <sighs> right, and there's always the argument of, like, we want to make all the money in China. And China won't let us release anything even remotely inferred to be gay. Well, that's great for China. Um, yeah, China has... Some issues as a country, I don't think that's too controversial. And even Mexico is still so much more excluding than the U.S. Like, I read an article about a kid who grew up in El Salvador, is gay, immigrated to the U.S. while Obama was president. Yeah. And... His life got so much better when he moved to to the U.S. Oh, yeah. Because of the horrible awareness and, like, so much more homophobia and transphobia and asexual phobia. I don't know what they would call that. But mm, asexual probably. like, our next-door country. And there's also a lot here in America, but not as much. Right, we are very lucky to live in a country as accepting as the U.S. Not even the U.S., we are lucky to live in a state, in a community as accepting as the one we live in. Um, yeah, I am out at church, and now I'm here, and... Slowly, slowly at school. Slow. Um, people see your phone. Huh, what does that my, mean? People see my phone. People see my keychain. People see your shirt. People see me. Um, they ask. I answer. I mean, we're lucky. Not everyone is as lucky as us. Especially with how things are right now in this country. <clears throat> we're not going to call it any names. You know what we're talking about. <clears throat> yeah, so... That got unexpectedly somber. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're doing this... I don't know. We need episodes every two weeks. I scan the list of holidays and find stuff. To the schedule. Are we going to do a Christmas one? Uh, we're going to do a renewal and rebirth for New Year's. 
an episode comes out on New Year's Day. Or New Year's Eve. Sorry. Um, <gasps> you, should, you should schedule it to come out exactly at 12. This year, I don't want to even go to sleep. I fell asleep during the Lego the Jago movie. That was Two years funny. ago. Because he, okay, so he tried to stay awake. We watched the movie. He fell asleep during the movie. Then we woke him up, went downstairs to watch the countdown, and he fell asleep five yep. minutes. Yep. Five seconds before the, um, like, they were counting down, and he was like, <sighs> Listen, <laughs> I, was, I like, was tired. Oh. I Are mean, we doing that? I was as up as this. Okay. 3 a.m. is the best time, um, honestly. I would agree. I would sort of argue for 4 a.m. No. 3 a.m. is late night. But 4 a.m. is early morning. Exactly. Um, Which is why 4 a.m. is horrible. Our episode closest to Christmas is about Yule time and religion. Because I love doing controversial things, don't I? <laughs> okay. Um, it's Asexuality Awareness Week. If you know anyone who's asexual, tell them that you support them. If you don't know people who are asexual but want to, there's probably a website for that. Go on Twitter. Go on social media. I don't know. Um, our next episode will be released two weeks from now, 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, I think is what we're in right now. Um, it'll be November the 5th. Eastern Standard Time. So, thank you very much for listening. Um, you can find the podcast wherever you're listening to it and probably anywhere else you like getting podcasts. You can send us an email at siblingsandfandoms at gmail.com. You can... Go on our website. Yeah, go on our website, anchor.fm forward slash siblings and fandoms with a hyphen between siblings and fandoms. That's a hyphen between siblings and and, and a hyphen between and and fandoms. That was too long, wasn't it? So, um, thank you very much for listening. If you are asexual or anywhere on that spectrum, we support you. You are valid. Valid. Um, like review, subscribe, whatever your particular platform of choice can do. Send us a voice message at that link I said. Join our Google group. Send us an email about it. We'll add you. Um, yeah. There's about ten minutes of this recording I have to cut. Thanks for listening. Thank you, and bye. Bye.